1: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
2: Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam.
1: Welcome in. It's the Arrowhead Attic Podcast Game Preview Edition. Patrick Allen, Matt Verderam, as always, here to get you ready. For a really big game for the Kansas State Chiefs. I guess they're all big games uh, from this point out, really, yep. for the Chiefs. Uh, dug themselves into a little bit of a hole, but thankfully, most of the rest of the AFC, the exception of the Tennessee Titans, are in a bit of a hole as well.
2: Matt, v- Matt Verderham, Matt Matt Ver- how you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm doing well. I'm uh, hoping the stream works better this time. We had stacked the box on Tuesday. Everything was fine. So let's hope this yeah. time I'm, I'm not, like, you know pixelated to death. Uh, but Good. Looking forward to this week. I I cannot believe that it's already week 11 in the NFL. It, it feels... At times with the Chiefs, it's felt like 10 years in, in, in one, but it also feels like I, it was week one a month ago. It's incredible that we're already here.
1: Yeah, and it's strange too because... It's it's happened so fast, and yet it doesn't feel like we're that far in because you've got this extra week looming, and it seems like one week. What's the big? It's just another one more game, but it really is strange to be, you know, to be ten games into the season for the Chiefs and to be looking and be like, we still have seven to go. There is still a lot of football to be played here. Uh, kind of crazy, and I, I guess thankfully, the way that the thing started for the Chiefs, thankfully, there is a lot an extra game for them to to get back in it.
2: Yeah, I mean, really, that extra game helps them out quite a bit. Um, look, you look around the AFC, nothing's been decided. I get it with Tennessee. I understand they're 8-2. And and they, look, give them credit. They've beaten a lot of really good teams, including the Chiefs, Kilton. Um, yeah. But I don't think anybody looks at Tennessee and goes, oh, yeah, that team is yeah, the odds-on to win the Super Bowl. We'll get to the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't think most people feel that way. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I, I really do think, um, you know, we're, we're not going to find out who the favorite is in the AFC probably until – Christmas? You know, I, I don't think it's going to be decided until then. So I'm very, very interested to see how things play out. The Chiefs have put themselves in position now. Six and four, it's not where everybody thought they'd be, you know, back in week one. But, hell, I, it's better than where we thought they were going to be three to four weeks ago when they, they looked like yeah. they couldn't win a football game. So yeah, all, all things considered, everything's in front of them.
1: Yeah, it seemed like they were a sinking ship there for for a little bit, and now they've got a great opportunity to to really get back on track. Um, what's up, everybody out in the chat? Sarah Idic podcast. Uh, what's up, Gonzo? Uh, what's up, Gaming Bros? What's up, Lucas, Aaron, Cheeto Freak, Oregon Fishing, Christian? Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in here on a Thursday morning. So, you know, before we get into some of the cheese talk, him, I wanted to ask you because we're getting into that time of year where. You know, we've just Count chocolate season has has ended. Just um, tragic,
2: tragic situation, yeah, which is
1: which is terrible. But now we're getting into uh, uh, stuff your face season. It is uh, good morning, yeah. Ed. Um, yeah, you know, it's going to be at Thanksgiving coming up. Then you just roll right into Christmas, New Year's, uh, and it's just a it's just a buffet of bad decisions. How are you planning to cope this year? <sighs>
2: Well, by just eating so much that the regret kind of gets swallowed up by the food. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, good morning to everybody in the chat. Appreciate that. See you, Ed. Thank you. Um, I I think, you know, I have a weird take about this because obviously, as everyone knows in this chat, I, I'm a big fan of eating. Uh, but I like turkey is not my thing. I'm not. I, I will eat it, but I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to dive in. Like, it's got to be cooked right. I feel like so often turkey ends up dry, and then you're kind of like, yeah, I got to eat it because it's Thanksgiving. Like I, I was talking about this on the Stack in the Box podcast, which, by the way, if you enjoy this show, please go check out the Stack in the Box YouTube page. Just like this, they're live every Tuesday. I talk the entire league, Mark Harmon, myself. Uh, subscribe, give it, a, give it a like. Would appreciate it. That's it. That's all my showing for today. Um, but you know, like I like stuffing, but. I don't want to out anybody here, but uh, my my in laws, they, they put raisins in the stuffing. I can't. Oh, that's just. What? I hate what, it. Who I hate came it. up Why? with that? Why are you putting raisins in the stuffing? And, Christian, yes, yeah. I am a ham guy. I'm a huge ham guy. Um, and white hair. I, oh, believe me. It, it's basically gravy with a side of turkey. Um, yep. But I love mashed potatoes. I do love candy yams. But it's just. Like Christmas is my deal because my family are all kinds. Of, there's lasagna, there's ham, that I'm, I'm all in.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I load up on the sides for Thanksgiving. I load up on the sides. I try to take the raisins out when I can.
1: That's really what it's all about, right? I mean, look, turkey's fine, especially you get some of that dark meat. But like after, after. Thanksgiving Day. I feel like the turkey goes downhill quick. Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't have great reheat value. You gotta you gotta douse it in gravy. You, know, you can make some of those open faced sandwiches. I'm good with that. But for me, it's all about the stuffing and the pie. If somebody knows how to make a good stuffing, and and a lot of people don't, and a lot of people don't stuff the bird anymore, they're like all freaked out about yeah. getting salmonella and stuff. Not me, man. I get the biggest <laughs> turkey I can find. We don't have any kids. It's just Mag and I. If we're, if we're having Thanksgiving, I'm yeah, 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 right. <laughs> I get the biggest turkey I can find, and I stuff that baby up um, with the little sage stuffing. Love it. Um, man, now I'm getting hungry. Remember, remember um, John
2: Madden back in the day, the turdumkin. Yeah. Remember that? Stuff like, didn't, he have a, didn't he have like a five leg turkey on Fox yeah, there for a while was, that they would give out to the players? Yeah, the was a yeah. turkey. You know, yeah, like yeah. every year, it was like some offensive lineman. <laughs> hey, Larry Allen, here. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, yeah. Not. I will say though, you know, so like some people. Some people they will get like Chinese food for Thanksgiving, like that's yeah. that's thing which we've never done. I I'd be all yeah. for that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I think this year, I don't really ever I don't ever really cook for Thanksgiving because my in laws love to cook, and and other than the other than the raisins and the stuffing, they're actually very good cooks. But I yeah, I, I think I might bring like macaroni and cheese or something, you know, like just, just to have it that way. I macaroni can, I can party with it, but Salt. I. I will say I'm really hoping somebody rolls deep with apple pie. So that is my favorite. I know everybody's always like, (laughs) oh, no, like uh, pecan pie. I don't like any of that garbage. Uh, Pumpkin pie. pie. Pumpkin pie. I'm okay with pumpkin pie. Apple pie is my favorite. Apple pie, a good, warm apple pie. And and the the crust has got to be right. It's got to be thick. Yeah. If you have thin crust, it's it's trash. Um, Yeah. But then I see Gonzo ask, oh, by the way, Cheeto Freak, peanut butter pie, you're not kidding. Oh, my God. So we, yeah. do, that for, we do that for Christmas. And I, I eat myself in a coma. That is easily my favorite pie in the world. Um, my family's got a
1: cheesecake recipe. That oh, is okay. like, it's more like a cheese pie, like heavy sour cream. And oh, my God. It's, you get, literally gain five pounds just eating one piece of it. But it's absolutely incredible. Um, and I'll, I'll leave us with this as we get into some chief stock here, but, and I'm not trying to get political here, but one of my favorite internet videos of all time, you remember when Sarah Palin was running for, for vice president with McCain and you know how they always, the president, they always do the Turkey. Like they, uh, they, they, they pardon a Turkey, you know, the president pardons a Turkey on Thanksgiving. Well, they did like. I don't know Sarah Palin went to some turkey farm for for a PR stunt and she was there to like pardon the turkey and she's standing there talking giving the interview you can still find this on YouTube it's friggin hilarious she's drinking a couple Starbucks a coffee or whatever she's talking about it and there's a guy in the background he knows damn well what he's doing he can <laughs> He comes up, he's got a turkey. And like the headline is like Sarah Palin Pardons Turkey. And there's this guy with a turkey and he like looks and he kinda like grins and he's like killing a turkey. He puts the turkey's head in the, oh, the yeah. like the machine that breaks its neck. And she's sitting there talking about about <laughs> about part of the turkey meanwhile in the background this turkey's getting murdered its feathers are going its legs are (laughs) kicking it's uh you know upsetting if you're uh if you're from PETA but if you're from PETA uh log off of this podcast um but (laughs) you know um hilarious video so if you're looking for a little because for me like holidays like I always have a viral video I associate there's the the leprechaun video for St. Patrick's Day that's out there from the news that's a, a classic, and then on uh, on the Fourth of July, of course, there's always backup Terry. Have you seen that video? Yeah. Where where T- Terry? Yeah, hilarious video. And then on Thanksgiving, it's <laughs> the oh, dear, Sarah Terry. Palin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backup Terry. <laughs> what do you do? It that got hilarious, hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the that's the that's the one for for Thanksgiving. That Sarah. I enjoy seeing, it, by the classic. way,
2: everybody in the, the chat. There's just too many YouTube right now. I should uh, Joe, Doug at, at O'Hare right now, waiting for a flight to Cancun. God, first of all, God bless you. Uh, uh at o'hare i've been there man i will be there he also earlier said matt's wi-fi turning the corner one seed incoming uh yeah I, <laughs> yeah well, i listen i called on monday like, I, I care about uh the production value i called on monday and xminity truck did come out here so i'm hoping that you got
1: people rely on you we got the guys in sweden and in germany right. watching the podcast right. So um, we, uh, we need to need come out, out,
2: out and they, you know they, they did so, God knows what they did, but they did something with the wiring. So hopefully uh, we're we're better. But it's so far so good. Um, yeah. So all right. It's, well, uh, well, all right. Yeah. You and God bless for going to honestly, Cancun. I God, God I wish I was real, going to Cancun. Real quick, yeah, so go Gonzo asked it. Um, you know, what is your what's your go to meal uh, with the cheese
1: pie? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know, I like I like pulled pork. So I get the smoker going. Mm, go buy a pork butt. Get that going. If I can't get the smoker going, I'll throw it in the in the crock pot. Obviously not the same, but you still can slow cook it up. Good flavor. Um, I've got a bunch of Gates barbecue sauce, a bunch of Kansas City barbecue sauce in the, in the pantry. Let's just throw some of that on there. Um, that's a good one. And if I can, I get some Kansas City beer. So if there's some Boulevard around or some Casey beer or something like that, I try to grab those and uh, drink them.
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a mental case. I am too nervous a lot of times during cheese yeah. Games to eat.
1: Yeah, I can't. You're a pacer, right? Yeah yeah I, I, yeah, yeah, I walk
2: around the entire game during the yeah, I don't. I, I am. I don't drink during the game. I'm. I, and a lot of times, part of it is I'm working. So, like, I, you know, if I'm working, I don't pace as much because I have to work. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm usually, usually on the phone with the old man for a good portion of the game. Have him on speaker, you know. And uh, I, I would say, yeah, that's if if I do eat anything, a lot of times when I go back home and you know a couple. A couple uh, games a year, usually I, I get together with my dad, and we'll have. Uh, Maybe he makes a great turkey chili, so um, we will eat that. That's probably that's yeah. probably if I had to pick a, a go-to meal. But man, I am I am so keyed into the game. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing a whole lot. Like I I cannot watch them at a bar. There's no yeah. way. I'm yeah. in my office with the door locked, and that that's pretty much it. <laughs> like I. I I can count on one hand people I've watched a Chiefs game with in my lifetime. I cannot do yeah. it. I just get too anxious.
1: I've got you came over for the for the opener against the Patriots a few years ago, and yep. uh, our, our old friend Tyler Brooke posted that video, and uh, he was in, he was filming a, like an Instagram video or something in my fridge because it was just all beer, and in the background you could hear us all screaming. It was one of those big uh, one of those big runs. Um, and you're, uh, you're in there, and it, you're, you're profane, um, but it's yeah. funny. It's a funny, funny, funny video. All right, yeah, let's get into this not,
2: like, I can't have Maisie in the room with me during the Chiefs game. <laughs> right, right. right. A, she, Mommy, she what's really what's, what's wrong him. with
1: daddy? A lot of questions, uh, more so than usual. Um, yeah. let's, let's get into this game. Let's do it. Chiefs, Chiefs versus Cowboys, uh, absolutely a huge game, um, but, but first I want to ask you, as we head into this game, there's a lot of talk. Are the Chiefs back? That's the discussion this week, right? Are the Chiefs really back? Um, one good game after a lot of not-so-good games. But we've got some stats here that are that are interesting. So, you know, I saw Colin Calher talking about this this week, and I just want to throw out the stats. I think it's great. You know, he was saying, well, the Chiefs just played one good game. They're not necessarily back, and the Cowboys are, are the real deal. Um, but the first five games of the season, and this is a stat. I got this from NFL.com. First five games of the season, the Chiefs had a two and three record. They were given up 32.6 points per game, 437.4 total yards per game, and they had a minus seven turnover differential. In the last five games, the Chiefs are four and one. They're given up 15.6 points per game, 309 yards per game, and they're minus one in the turnover differential. So I think to say that it is one one good game is a little bit of a misnomer. It's a little bit misleading because, and we were sort of starting to key in on it, the Chiefs were slowly improving things throughout that poor stretch of football and even as they've turned it around. But what's your take for it
2: Well, I mean, we've talked about it. I, I, think, I think defensively, that's where I'm most excited about them. And it's not because I don't believe in the offense from Sunday. I, I think the offense finally found itself again. But – I, at no point did I ever feel like, oh, they're just going to be terrible all year offensively. You know, I know we've talked a lot about it. And, and I said multiple times, like, look, at some point here, Mahomes is just going to figure some of this out. I mean, it's it, he's just too great of a player. You know, it's really frustrating, but he'll figure it out. Well, on Sunday night, he figured it out. And... Uh, you know, I, I think I think there is something to the idea, hey, look, the Raiders played a lot of cover three and they played zone and the Chiefs have struggled more with cover two and with man, Cheeto Freaks even asking, is Dallas gonna play some cover two against us? You know, will you know, will it matter? Yeah, I'm sure Dallas will play a ton of it. I just I don't think it's gonna yeah. be a big I, I think the Chiefs have kind of found themselves and I don't really think it matters what what defense they play. I mean, maybe it helps them a little, but if Kansas City put, executed the way they did on Sunday night, they're gonna score a ton of points, regardless of your scheme. I think it's about the defense. Like if the defense continues to play like this, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. There is nobody beating this team if they play defense like this because their offense is going to score enough. You know, even on a bad day with them, usually, and I know they went through a stretch where this wasn't the case, usually with them, they're going to get into the high 20s. They just are. I mean, they're, they're so talented, e- even with turnovers and all the penalties and all the drops. And by the way, that's another thing we haven't talked about. They lead the league in drops. Like they are first in drops, first in turnovers from offensively, second in offensive penalties, like second worst, and they're averaging more than thirty points a game. I mean that that's where you are with them. So yeah. I really think if that defense and and I, and I believe in them, they've been really really good now for five weeks straight. You know, say for one half of football against the Titans. I, yeah, I, I do think they're back. I think I think their confidence is back, and that was that was what was gone. That was what was missing, that belief that, well, we're going to go out, we're going to win this game. And I, right. I think, you know, they found that. And so they needed to find it, and they found it at the at the perfect time.
1: Yeah, for all the reports of the Chiefs' struggles on offense, and they were struggling on offense for them, they're the number one offense in the NFL in terms of yards right now. Obviously, there have been some bye weeks and things like that, but they're, you know, um, and and they're top five in almost all of these categories. And Dallas is right there with them. So let's get into let's get into the actual game here. So we're, we're coming into this game against the Cowboys. They're coming to Arrowhead, which is good. The cow. So the Chiefs are favorites in this game, but only by two and a half points right now, according to uh, Draft uh, DraftKings. Yep. Um, the over/under for this game fifty six point five. So they're expecting some touchdowns to be scored. Oh, yeah. um, is this a case of neither one of these teams are known for having lockdown shut down defenses although as we've mentioned the chiefs defense has been playing much better the last few weeks so some of that is who they've been playing um, is this a game for you of chiefs offense versus the cowboys offense and who can make the fewest
2: mistakes i actually think this game is going to be decided by can't series defense i really do like that that is how i lean and and i said so, you know um Joe Duggan, I, I wanted to get this real quick. He asked, how would you compare this stretch and turn out of 2019? And last year, they were never really tested. And, and, um, and I know the uh, gaming bros also kind of asked the same question. Listen, I, I think um, I think it could be similar. The only thing I would say is in 2019, they had a lot of injuries. They had a lot of injuries. And they kind of got healthy as the year went on. That's not necessarily the case, you know, right now. But I think I think it's comparable – in the sense that they couldn't do anything defensively earlier in in that year. They were struggling offensively, more so, again, that year because of injury than anything else. But, you know, I really believe, and and I don't know if this answers the question or not, but I hope it does. I think that it really more so is about do you get hot at the right time? Do you get get everybody healthy at the right time? You know, I look at 2019, and to me, that was about a team – They got healthy and they got white hot down the stretch. I mean, they just played their best football and this is when you want to start playing. I've said this before. I'm sure on this pod and on others, you talk to people around the league. Every time I go to the senior bowl, this conversation comes up for whatever reason. Thanksgiving is when the contenders start to separate themselves. They play better. I think, I think it's more about, all right, They got to start cranking it up. You know, you've, you find out what you can do and what you can't do, and you, you hide the things the best you can of what you can't do, and you accentuate what you can do, and teams that are contenders have another gear they can get to. And teams that aren't, they can't, and they, they peter out. Um, as far as this game goes, listen, I do not think, and maybe I'm proven a fool, maybe Dallas comes in and scores 42 points in the game. I do not think that Dallas is going to come in and score a million points in this football game. I don't. I don't think the Chiefs are going to shut them down. But I, I, think, I think Kansas City actually matches up okay with them in this game. Their, their interior, Zach Martin's an incredible guard. The other two are okay. You can, they can be had. Um, we, we don't know if Tyron Smith's going to play yet on the left side. Yet yeah, he's been out. Um, I think the Chiefs defensive line actually matches up pretty well in this game. I, I, I like the speed now. Like that, that would have been the thing early in the year. scared the hell out of me. Dallas is so damn fast. That would have scared me. But now the Chiefs defense with all these younger guys and can run. So I think they're okay there. My my curiosity is how much zone do the Chiefs play and how much man they play? I would like to see them play man in this game. I get Dallas's great receivers. I think Kansas City's corners actually match up okay. I'd like to see them play a little bit of man. But this is the biggest test that the defense has faced.
1: All right. Can you all hear me out there in the chat? We get a little stream issue there. Did you have an issue with Ram? I just sat here like stone face like I uh, no
2: clue what to do. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it went out for a second. <laughs> All right, we're back. Sorry we're about out. that, we're guys. Back. We're back. Uh, Thank you for sticking yeah. with us. Sorry. Stream yeah. had a tech issue. I don't know. I thought I thought it was me. I thought I thought I was screwed up again. I thought yeah. I was going pixelated. It was yep. a exam-
1: disaster. <laughs> you just as, you, as soon as you started talking about your internet, you you your internet went out. You got robot pixelated, but you're back now. So I maybe don't jinx it. Let's just respect your internet from here on out. Don't talk any crap on it. Um, all right, listen. I you know one thing about this game that <clears throat> I find compelling is is the quarterback matchup. Um, Dak Prescott. To to be fair here, he he has outplayed Patrick Mahomes a little bit. This season, if you if you stack up their stats next to each other, he's completing 70 percent of 70 percent of his passes, uh, just having a great season compared to 65.8 for, for Mahomes. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty much dead even on passing yards per game. Uh, 292 for Dak, 294 for Pat. And then Dak's got 20 touchdowns and five interceptions to Pat's 25 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. He's got them on passer rating 110 to 96. Dak, of course, they had a bye week. And also, he missed a game with injury. So, um, right. But to your point about the Cowboys, they've got a lot of great receivers. Obviously, they've got Ezekiel Elliott, they've got a dynamic offense. So that's something to be concerned about. I tend to agree with you on the way I think the Chiefs should play them. I feel a lot about this game, the, the way that I felt about the Titans game. Uh, obviously, you were dealing with a, be- a better quarterback, but, um, this is a game for me where I think they also should play man to man and 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 not let the running game get going, but they have to get pressure on Prescott. That is it, right? You can't get away with having too many lapses and pressure because if he's got time to sit back there and deliver the football like Tannehill did during the Titans game, he's going to be able to make precise throws. And these are these are the kinds of receivers similar to the receivers that they have in Tennessee. They could go up and they can get the football very athletic, big body receivers that can 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 climb the ladder and things like that. How concerned are you about, or, or what's your take on the Chiefs pass rush versus the Cowboys offensive line?
2: Well, I, I'm definitely you know concerned because it's it's you know let's be real, it's just that's the game. I agree with you. Like if you can't get pressure on that, you're going to get killed. I don't care how good the corners have played. To me, that's always where the game starts and ends. It's in the trenches. Like, people get so caught up with all the all the guys on the outside and who's the weaponry, and that's fine. And that matters, of course, I and mean, obviously it matters. But I, I think so much of it is really about you've got to get home. Like, I thought the biggest part of that Raiders game for them defensively was they just got to Carr. They were constantly in his face. And what happens? Like, Carr just threw up, like, three arm punts. He's lucky he only had one pick. she's easily could have three or four picks in that game. So. I think if you're Kansas city, like you've got, all right. And we're back.
1: At least I'm back. Um, I don't know how many of you are still out there, uh, or how this affects the actual, the YouTube stream. Um, but, uh, sorry about that folks, you know, uh, it's, the it's live radio, TV, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're all working off internet. We're all in different places, all of us, including our producers. So Sometimes these things happen, and sometimes they're, they're beyond our control. Uh, my internet was, uh, was actually uh, pretty fast. It seems like Vertorams was as well. The issue may just have been the, uh, the restream side of things. So uh, Vertorams going to be back with us in just a second. But I did see somebody out there talking about interceptions. Oh, there he is, and we're back. It was for, not for my
2: internet. It wasn't your
1: I, internet. I'm it shocked. Wasn't.
2: I thought for sure I yeah. was the reason that this happened. And yeah, yet, yeah. shockingly, it actually wasn't my fault. So that's uh, that's progress. Unfortunately, the entire internet went down, and that uh, that's not yeah. progress.
1: Yeah, we're down to five people hanging with us. Our guys Lucas and Gonzo are still there. I'll, I'll tweet it back out. Um, I was gonna say, I'll, right I'll, now. I'll fire it
2: out of the old uh, Twitter machine. And see if yeah. that
1: helps out. Get the, Get the I link back. Sig- up.
2: Listen, guys, we apologize. Unfortunately, that one, nothing we could really do about it. Uh, that, that, yeah. that was yeah. out of our control.
1: Yeah. So, Matt. Um, I guess get this out. Back. Okay, so one of the questions in the chat, and I was thinking a lot about this as well, is you know there were a couple, there were still a couple of dangerous passes from Holmes in the last game that could have been picked off, should have been picked off. One of them, and the Cowboys, as I recall, I think they've got like for almost every game there for the beginning of the season, they had a couple picks. And then I think I think they've only had one game without an interception. So this is a team that has excelled at taking the – they're not a, a, a great defense, but they have done a really good job of being opportunistic, which is what, what the Chiefs' defense has traditionally needed to do. How concerned are you about Dallas' ability to take the ball away?
2: Well, I think you have to be concerned. Trayvon Diggs is eight picks. It's just, a, just an absolute ridiculous, that's ridiculous – I mean, eight picks. That, not bad. So um, – you know, listen, they are, they are a fast defense, just like their offensive. I mean, they have a lot of speed. Um, this is this is a group that you're going to have to be able uh, to to make some plays in the open open field against. I mean, they're, they're very, yeah. very, very, very athletic. But, you know, with speed sometimes comes over pursuit. Also, can you get somebody to bite on a double move? I know Trayvon Diggs, that is something teams have had success with. Denver did it to them. New England did it to them. Um... But they will take the ball away. You're right. And look, they're going to be hurting up front. No Randy Gregory. Demarcus Lawrence is still out. He's been on most of the year. But Micah Parsons is probably the defensive uh, rookie of the year. He's been great. And he's somebody that the Chiefs are going to have to be aware of at all times.
1: Yeah, and the Chiefs just need to continue to build momentum, right? I, you know, I, I don't want to see that situation where they have that turnover and then they start to panic or they start pressing. Um right. You know, Try to try to play sharp football. You know, we may even see uh, what I'm hoping for from the offense is a more complete game than they played against the Raiders. Where the, you know the Raiders, there were still some there's some missed, missed plays that could have gone for touchdowns. I think I saw a, a news report. Forgive me, I can't remember who, who said it, but that the, some of the people in the Chiefs locker room felt like they should have scored sixty in that game against the Raiders because of some plays that they left on the field. And so, if they are on a if they are on a progression here. And things are incrementally improving, then I, i'm I'm looking for some of those plays that Mahome's overthrew guys or missed guys to to go for touchdowns in a game like this. and we and we see one of those games where they come out and for the first half or whatever they're just really cooking, pretty much doing whatever they want. Uh, because that's that's what they're gonna need to do, I think, against this this Dallas team is gonna put up points.
2: They are. I, look, I, I think, you know, the number is 56 and a half, and, and it's going to be right around that, I would think. You're going to see some I, – I, if Kansas City holds Dallas under 20 points, then, then I think it really is time to start talking about this defense, almost as if, hey, it's not only turned the corner, but, like, gone completely the other direction. Um yeah. It's uh, – it, by the way, Clint, that, that's a hilarious comment. And Well, you know, tell, tell your boss he's got to understand. Um, listen – I, I do think I do think in this game, yes, the chiefs are going to have to score some points. That's inarguable. Um, but I don't think it's a game where they're gonna have to score 35. maybe I'm wrong. I think if they get to 30 they got a good shot to win the game and that's a lot of points but that's not for them though like that's normal. that should, that's typically what they do. I really believe in this game if the offensive line can continue to play the way it's been playing and Mahome's has time, which he should. Parsons is a good pass rusher. They do not anybody else is a good pass rusher in this game. If they can give him time, I think Kansas is gonna be fine. Th- Dallas' secondary is not great. Their linebackers are fine. They're not great. Like the Chiefs should be able to do some stuff in this football game. And I think, you know, look, every game's different. But I want to see the Chiefs play stylistically the way they played against the Raiders. Like, go for those intermediate shots. Take those yeah. opportunities. Don't sit, don't sit back. Look, if you if you have to check it down, that's fine, but don't just immediately go to check it down. You know, and, and on the flip side of that too, don't just wail it in double coverage. And yes, Evan, the, the entire world crashed down on us, but we are back. Um, <laughs> it, it's been it, it's been such a struggle for them offensively to this point. But then, you know, the, over the last month, then of course the Raiders game opens the floodgates. I think if you're the Chiefs, you just continue to play the way, stylistically, schematically, mentally, the way you played Sunday, attack, and then, all right, if nothing's there and you can check down for six, check down for six. But I think Kansas City should have success in this game. I really do. I want to see
1: the – I think the big advantage that the Chiefs can have in a game like this, if the if the Cowboys play the Chiefs the way other teams have been playing them with the two high shell, yep. is the, to the time of possession. I think that that is – going to put a lot of pressure on Dallas, just like it did on the Raiders, the Raiders, the Ra- it kind of flipped the script a little bit, right? Because earlier in the season, when, when Kansas city's defense was playing so poorly, it was, you know, we were getting these feeling that, that, that chiefs offense felt like they needed to go out there and score every time that they couldn't punt. And then they right. were forcing it and they were making mistakes. And then on the flip side of that, when you've got the chiefs going on these long, like I, there's gotta be something mentally that happens to, you know, Derek Carr or to Dak Prescott or Patrick Mahomes, when they're standing there on the sidelines, and they haven't been in the game in seven minutes, eight minutes of game clock, nine minutes game clock. And they're sitting there and they're like, Jesus Christ, I have got to get back in the game and answer this. It's just, it's, it's, it's probably more frustrating for them, but like as fans, I know when I'm sitting there on the couch and it's like, you know, you get first down, second down, you get them to third down, then they, con- they, they convert. And then you get the third down again, and then they convert. It's really, really frustrating. And um, uh, I want to see the Chiefs do that to the Cowboys in this game. I want to see them those, those early drives, you know. Make the Cowboys start pressing on offense because when teams start pressing, that's when maybe you just you, your you're, your timing's off on a throw, or you know, you take a deep shot that maybe you shouldn't have taken when the first down was there, and and that's part of playing defense, right? It's not just stopping them every time; it's forcing them into not executing. And I think that's what the Chiefs have been doing a good job of on defense the last few weeks. And I think if they can do it here. It's really going to go a long way towards them getting the victory.
2: It, defense in the NFL is about being disruptive and making situational plays. That's that's what it's about. A like defense yeah. in, in t- today's NFL, it is really, really, really about how do you play on third down? How do you play in the red zone? You know, very rarely, and it happens. There are, there are defenses that do, but like very rarely are there defenses that are just lights out and you can't move the ball on i mean you can in today's league the rules are so slanted towards offenses it most defenses even great ones you know they're going to give yeah. up 300 yards you know 325 i mean that's just it's gonna happen so you have to be good in the red zone you have to be good on third down you have to be opportunistic you know and I, i'm a big believer too like when you get a penalty on the other team, you know, when you get a holding call and it's second and 20, you have to get off the field. Like those can't be, especially in a game like this where, where Dallas is a very potent offense. If you get a penalty on Dallas and it's first and 20 or it's second and 15, you have to win that series. You have to win it right. You can't allow, you know, a swing pass and then you have two broken tackles and go for 12 yards and it's third and two and they convert. So, I think so much of it with Kansas City Look, guys, I, I always say, if you kick a field goal against the Chiefs, you might as well punt. It doesn't matter. You have to yeah. be good defensively in situational football. They've been that. I mean, we talked about it in the last podcast. The Raiders had negative three yards. Negative three yards on third down. Like, that's how you win. I mean, that that's an extreme example, of course. But like, that's how you win. That's yeah. how you win games. And, and uh, I'd have to look up the red zone stats for recent games. But I'll tell you what, I can tell you right now, they're a lot better the last five weeks. They've not been perfect. They're a lot yeah. better. It's yeah. not just. Well, you couldn't have, could, could have been
1: worse. No, <laughs> couldn't have mean, been worse than they were no, earlier in the season.
2: They, they've gotten much better in these situational spots. And, you know, I also think, by the way, if you watch, and I, I don't have data to back this up, but this is just an eye thing. They're blitzing a lot more on third down. And part of the reason they're blitzing a lot more on third down is because they're getting teams no longer down distances. You know, that, that gets overlooked. You know, everybody always talks about first down and talking about third down. Nobody talks about second now, And it matters because let's say it's second and eight, okay, and it's an incomplete pass. Now it's third and eight. You can do a lot of different things on third and eight as a defensive coordinator. If you pick up five yards on second and eight, it's third and three, it limits you. You're not going to blitz as much. You can get the ball quicker, pick up first down. I mean, it all works in tandem. And the Chiefs have played much better. But it's, it's going to take a big effort against Cowboys team that is very talented. And if the Chiefs make a bunch of mistakes in this game, they're going to get beat for it.
1: Yeah, and we appreciate you all out there who came back after the stream went down. If you could do us a favor and hit that thumbs up button, it'll help more of those folks find the content. Uh, so hit that thumbs up in the YouTube. We appreciate it. Um, I wanted to go through a little bit of Dallas' schedule because obviously uh, they're, you know, they're looking really good. They're 7-2. They don't and play in as strong a, a division as the Chiefs. Um, but, you know, it's a big part of, of who you played. one of the reasons the Chiefs are the record they have right now is they weren't playing well and they played some really good teams. So for Dallas, you know, they lost to Tampa Bay and then they rattled off a, a six game winning streak. Yep. They beat the Chargers 20 to 17, Philly, Carolina, the Giants, New England. That game went to overtime. Uh, Dallas pulled it out. They got a good road win against a, a tough Vikings team 20 to 16. And then, and that was with Prescott out, by the way. Yep. Um, then they come and they, they have this inexplicable game against Denver, who is not a good football team. Talented, you know, they have talent on that team. But as a whole, they're not a good football team. And uh, Prescott's first game back, you can blame some of that. They got waxed 30-16 to in that game. And then they turn around and they play another bad football team in Atlanta and beat them 40, 43-3. Uh, right. god poor Atlanta right. poor Matt Ryan uh, but so what do you make of of Dallas's schedule so far a little soft struggled with some teams the Chiefs have either you know beaten or competed with at least in the Tampa and Los Angeles but what's your take on their schedule
2: so far I mean it's been soft I think it's the second easiest schedule in football at this point but yeah. I give them credit look they've they've pounded some teams like, I don't think Dallas is a fraud I, I don't you know I don't I don't know that I think Dallas is better than some of the other teams in the NFC. Like I, I wouldn't take him against Tampa. I wouldn't take him against the Rams. I wouldn't take him against the Packers. But I do think they're a very good team. But yes, I mean, yeah, they also they they play in a division that they're gonna win by by eight games because the division's terrible. Ezekiel Elliott's joined the chat. Welcome. Um All right. I, I think uh I I think there's a very good chance that Dallas wins thirteen games this year. And if you're doing that, I don't care who you are and who you're playing, you're, you're a really good team. I mean, I, yeah. I think Dallas' offensive personnel is as good as anybody's in the league, and I do believe in this game. Like this is going to come down to me. I said it earlier. Kansas City's defense, how well do they play? Situational. And Dallas, I do not think the Cowboys are going to get a ton of pressure in the game, so mm. they're going to have to cover. Can they do it against the Chiefs team that all of a sudden has kind of found itself here? Because that – that is going to be the one thing. If they can't get pressure, the Chiefs are going to double move. They're going to try to get deep down the field. Who's and, and then who is going to be on Kelsey? How do the Cowboys deal with Kelsey? Do they double him? Do they try to mix up their looks? I think it's really interesting. I really do. Yeah. I, I think it's a fascinating game between two teams that are very good, that are very talented. Um, and I see the Cowboys question just out of curiosity. Why do they have uh, CD field punt? Because he's – He's incredibly gifted. I mean, just like the Chiefs said, Tyreek Hill returned punts for years before it became too risky. Right? Um, It's just he's he's an incredible athlete, and and so and he'll move around. By the way, offensively, they'll put him in the slot. He'll he'll be outside. He is going to be a very tough cover. He is a great player, and so the the Chiefs are going to have to find ways to match up with him.
1: Yeah, and appreciate the Cowboys fans out checking out the stream. Obviously, it's a Chiefs podcast, but, uh, you know, get some some analysis and a little insight uh, for you all on, on Kansas City. So <clears throat> when you look at this game, obviously we, we the Chiefs have been without Clyde Edwards-Ulaire for a number of weeks now. There are, are rumors he's, he's practicing again. He could come back for this game. Um, but the Chiefs have a bye week next week. If you're Andy Reid and the Chiefs, do do you try to force – CEH back or would you do you do you try to just roll with the guys that you you've had in the last couple of weeks who've been playing pretty well at running back, go with Daryl Williams, let let Clyde rest for another week and then he gets the bye week. And so that's essentially he's not gonna play football for if he doesn't play this week, you know, he gets essentially three weeks of extra rest uh before he has to take the field again. Or do you want to get him out there? And if he is out there, do you think he makes an impact?
2: If he's healthy, I'd play. I mean, if he's if he's healthy enough to play, i I'd play. Um, it's a big game, but I wouldn't just roll into this thing and say, oh, let's, you know, let's give him the ball 25 times. I mean, I I think Darrell Williams is coming off the best game of his career, uh, all told. And McKinnon's done a nice job in a limited duty. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go zero to a hundred, you know, but, but if he's healthy and he's ready to play, then I would make him active and I'd play him. Listen, I'm, I'm with a lot of Chiefs fans who feel like Clyde edwards Lair has been fine in his career. He's not a bad player. He's not. A, he's not a great player. That being said, he's the best all-around back they have. He is. Uh, I, so if, if you if you want to go back to him, I have no problem with that. I also understand the trade of thought. Hey, look, give him another week. You get the buy. I, I totally understand that too. But I, I think if if you're the Chiefs, if he can play, you play him. Because you have seven games to go and they all matter. And you look around the conference, this is a huge week. You know, the Bengals play the Raiders. That feels like almost like a playoff game right now. I mean, whoever loses that game is in dire straits. The Bills and the Colts play each other this week. That's a big game. Uh, the Steelers and the Chargers play each other. That's a big game. There's a lot of games. This con- like the t- Teams are going to be losing games. If Kansas City loses, they're going to fall behind those teams that, of course, are also winning games. If Kansas City wins, you gain a lot of ground. So big opportunity this week. And Denver, is even, if you care about Denver, they're on a bye. So the Chiefs can pick up a half game there as well.
1: Yeah, and for the Chiefs, this is a great time to, now that they've gotten back into the thick of everything, they got a chance to get a little bit of separation. If they lose, they really got to slog it out the last few games of the season. If they win, here's their schedule after the bye week. Home against Denver home against the Raiders at Los Angeles, home against Pittsburgh, and then they finish the season on the road at right. Cincinnati and at Denver. So it's just, I mean, they're are and, and you couldn't have said this uh, a couple weeks ago, but they're masters of their own destiny now at this point with the AFC West. They're in first place. They take care of business. They're going to be in good shape. This Dallas game is, is a really important game. I, for me, when I look at this game, like this is the game where they've got to make up for that loss against the Baltimore Ravens because they should have won that football game. Clyde over doesn't fumble. They kick the field goal at the end of the game, they win it. And they've got, you know, they're in much, much better shape. And we're talking about, you know, can they, can they get the one seed? Not, can they win the AFC West? Right. Um, oh, yeah. The way things have gone. Yeah. So this is a big – it's kind of a makeup game for them. It's a game where I think if you looked at the schedule earlier in the season, you're like, eh, yeah, that game against Dallas, like a non-conference game. You know, It's going to be a tough matchup. They lose it. It's not going to be a big deal. But where they're
2: at now, huge game. Huge game for the Chiefs. No question. No question. They, every game is a huge game for the Chiefs. Uh, not, if they lose this game, do I, would I still pick them to win the division? Yeah, I would um, because I, I think Kansas City's schedule after the bye is pretty light and I think they'll handle business. But if you win this game, the, the difference becomes that I, I think you start looking at, okay, can they get to the one seed? Like if, if they win this game, they go to the by 7-4, okay, all of a sudden you start looking at this. I, I think you say, look, they could win out. I, I'm not sitting here saying I'd like to throw money down on that, but – there's not a game the rest of the way that they beat Dallas. You're like, oh, that's that's a game they're not going to win. I mean, the, the Chargers game's probably the hardest game. Maybe the Bengals game's hard. I mean, de- depending on how the Bengals play here over the next month plus. But yeah, I think if you're Kansas City, you'll be pushing. And I see just right. Titans have a fairly easy schedule, and they do. But I look like, even even with that, like let's say the Titans win enough games. They win 13 games. The Chiefs can't catch them. Being the two-seed matters because yeah. you get guaranteed two home games. And if the Titans were to lose in the divisional round, which let's be honest, I think we all believe is very possible, if that were to happen, you're the de facto one-seed. Yeah. Like, it matters if you're a two-seed. that, ma- And that is wide open. The Ravens are going to lose games. The Bills are going to lose some games. Kansas City has a shot. Now, of course, they got to beat them out- outright. They can't tie with them. Kansas City's got a shot to get to that, for sure. And I get there's no buy with that, but that two seed does matter. That's two home games. That is a big deal. So I think for Kansas City, you're fighting for that. You're fighting for that hard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to our keys to the game. So uh, I'll start with you, Verderam. We've talked about a lot of different elements of this one, but what are your big one or two keys I mean, uh, that the Chiefs have to accomplish to get this win?
2: I've already said I think they've got to win on third down defensively, and I think they've got to win in the red zone on both sides of the ball. And I and I look, I'm a broken record because I say it a lot. That's where you win and lose football games, the NFL. And for me, if the Chiefs can win defensively on third down, I, I would say you know keep Dallas around thirty five percent or so. You do that on third down, you're going to win the game. Like and, and of course, look like every week. It cannot be a bunch of turnovers. It cannot be a bunch of penalties. They, they will get killed if they turn the ball over a bunch in this game. Yeah. So to me, it's execution, basic execution, turnovers and penalties. And then defensively, it is third down and red zone. Beyond that, if you want to get a, like a real matchup thing, I, I think you've got to be able to pressure Dak, which you talked about. And I, you know, I, that – if you can do that, any quarterback, that's not just Dak, but any great quarterback, if you pressure them, they become average. They do. Every quarterback in the history of the NFL, more pressure you get, the worse they become. So if the Chiefs can accomplish a couple of those things, I think they're in good shape.
1: I'm with you. I think that you know. From my first key also is, is get pressure on Prescott. I, I think the Chiefs are going to play a little bit of man in this game. I, I don't think that they want to get blood to death – They don't want Ezekiel Elliott to get going and he's in the chat and he's already said he's going to rush for 300 yards in this game. So you know what his goals are for, for the game. Um, You don't want that guy to get going, make him throw the ball. Maybe you get some drops, let your cornerbacks do some work. And, but if they, if they, if they're, if they're sitting in zone, they've got Dan Sorensen running around out there. It's going to be a huge problem. I think, I think we see a similar game plan like I said earlier, to the Titans game. I think if I was the Chiefs coaching staff, they're looking at that game. I think they're probably reasonably happy with how they played on defense. I know Tannehill made some great throws, but I, I think the problem was the offense in that game, not necessarily the defense. Um, and, you know, they just, the other team made some plays. Force Dallas to make some plays through the air in this game is the way I would go. And my second key is, and this is a little bit different than the way that the Chiefs usually play on defense, or at least they have the last few years, Keep, forget performing in the red zone. Keep Dallas out of the red zone. I don't want this team getting into the red zone. They're too talented. They're too multiple. Like the, the fact that Prescott can use his legs, the fact that they can use Tony Pollard out of the backfield, the fact that they have Ezekiel at, and then they have all these, these, great, these like solid receivers and good tight end, by the way, as well. Schultz, I, yep. I just, I, I think it's going to be really difficult for the Chiefs to stop them once they get in the red area. I think they're much better off. And and the other thing, too, and the way that the NFL is going and especially the way that teams are playing the Chiefs, you get them into the red zone and you get them to a fourth and one. Guess what? Oh, they're They're going for it. And they're going to get it. They're almost certainly going to get it. So, you know, just don't let them get down there. I think if you can you get them in those fourth downs and and they're on your forty five, forty three, they're going to think about it. They're going to think about it, especially if the Chiefs' offense is playing well, and they may just we might just go ahead and punt or do something stupid and try a long field goal. So I know that's not easy, but I think to your point earlier, it's going to come down to can we get them in third and longs? Can we? Can we, And this should be this should be a big Nick Bolton game on early downs. They need to get him out yep. there, have him charging downhill, get to Zeke in the backfield, get to Tony Pollard in the backfield, stop them at the line, make it a passing down. So if you get a drop pass on second down or a sack or something like that. Now you're in business. They don't get in the red area and you, and you essentially steal possession. So those are my keys. Um, All right, let's, let's get to, we've got a reader review. And as you guys know, you listen to this podcast, you watch on YouTube. If you're active in the chat, you'll probably get featured up here. Um, And if you ask us a question over on Apple Podcasts, you leave us a review we're going to answer it on the podcast. So as, as you know, if you've been following the last couple of weeks, especially this version of the podcast, which happens earlier in the day, which means it happens later across the pond, we're very international. We're huge in Sweden. We're huge in Germany. Uh, and, but, but also right here on, 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 on this uh, side of things, Canada. Uh, this one comes from our guy Epic Canadian Barbecue, which I, I didn't even know Canadian barbecue was a thing. I thought you just put uh, gravy on fries. Up there So I'm interested I don't, I don't
2: know Am I interested to try Canadian barbecue? You ever had a Canadian barbecue Vergaram? I would I, I'm, I'm a big fan Of barbecue So I, I Look I, I'm, I, 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 there, The other man is himself At the Canadian, Canadian barbecue right? There, been, he is all day, been there hanging. Out. Gonna,
1: gonna have to I, Educate I, I, you know us Scott,
2: I, By yeah. the way I will say Real quick I will say My favorite city That I've ever visited Toronto It's a great city Love it's Toronto. It's a cleaner New York. San Francisco. San Francisco's awesome. But, man, yeah. Toronto is so convenient. Everybody's so nice. It's a great, great, great and – I, and I love hockey. So Toronto is like the cathedral of, of all things hockey. But it's – no, it's awesome, awesome city. Love, yeah. I've been up there probably half a dozen times. Love it.
1: Yeah. Well, let's get into the review here. He says, um, Arrowhead Addict is the best, all caps. I'm a huge Chiefs fan up in Canada. My name is Casey, so I'm a huge barbecue guy. And love football. So this, it was a match made in heaven since I was a kid. I love listening to Arrowhead Attic because where I live, I don't have access to local Chiefs content. And this show is just perfect. Great content, funny. And I really appreciate that you're fans, but not homers. I'll leave a question for you. Being a Canadian, I've never made it to Arrowhead Stadium for a game. But I hope to one day. When I finally make it to Kansas City, what's the number one game day experience that I have to do that will knock my uh, my trip out of the park? Thanks and keep up the great work. Go cheese. You know, Verterim and I can relate because neither of us are actually from Kansas city. Uh, Verterim's obviously from New York. You might've heard when he speaks Uh, (laughs) and I'm from, I'm from Northeast Ohio. So um, I'll say for me, and this might sound a little generic, but go to the tailgate as early as possible, but the tip isn't just to do the tailgate. Everybody knows it's a great tailgate at Kansas city, but my tip to you is, be social. Don't just sit at your car or toss football around. Walk around and just introduce yourself to other Chiefs fans. Um, that has been the most rewarding thing for me when I've gone to, to Arrowhead is how friendly everybody is. I've been invited into people's you know uh, buses and their tailgate machines. And everyone's willing to give yep. you some of their barbecue or give you a beer. And that's the cool thing. And it's, it's, I know it can be like a little anxiety inducing for some people to like walk up to strangers. But, you know, when you go to Arrowhead, you're with your people. You know, you're with, your, you're, you're with your tribe, you're with fellow Chiefs fans. Everybody's happy to see you. And uh, especially for, for two guys who are not from Kansas City. And so we're not around a lot of Chiefs fans all the time. And you're obviously not up in Canada. It's fun. It's really fun to meet right. other Chiefs fans and to hang out with them. So that's my advice is walk around the tailgate, get to know the people around you. If somebody looks like they have an interesting tailgate set up, just walk up and introduce yourself and be like, hey, I'm from Canada. I've never been to Kansas City before. My first game at Arrowhead, I saw your tailgate. It looks great. I guarantee you, The next thing you know, you'll be eating some great ribs and drinking a beer with those folks.
2: Yeah. So, by the way, I see uh, in, the, in the chat, uh, Future Trunks says, I am 100% serious. I'm from Germany where we don't have those things. What is the tailgate? Well, tailgate. I mean, so with tailgating, just a lot of NFL stadiums have it. Some actually really don't because of the way they're located. But um, it's just getting the game early. And a lot of people cook out in the parking lot, um, have beers, hang out have you know just just basically have a little bit of a of a party for <laughs> the game and then go in. Yeah. But in Kansas City, it is it is amazing. I mean I I've been to a lot of stadiums, you know, for work and, and for pleasure. Arrowhead, you can smell Arrowhead as you're like approaching it. I mean you just smell yeah. the barbecue. It's it's great. My I, I think you nailed it, man. But you know also I, I saw it thrown in there uh, down the line it was explore the Chiefs Hall of Fame. Daniel throws it throws it out there. And I yeah. agree with him like that. Yeah, get there early, spend time. Hell, you, you got to pay forty dollars to park the damn car, so you might as well <laughs> right. enjoy it, right? Like, right. But if you're in the city and you're just like, what should I do for night? The, the plaza is awesome. There's a lot to yeah. do in the plaza. Um, a lot of shops, a lot of a lot of places to eat. Um, Kansas City is a really fun city. It really is. Like, yeah. I, I think yeah. you know. Also, if you're into this, this kind of thing, I know with COVID, it's kind of changed, but KC Live is a great spot. It's right downtown, Power and Light District. Power and Light, yeah. It's like ten bucks, I think, to get in, and you have access like every every place in this open area uh, or open air area where it's you know they have bars and restaurants, whatever. And it's a lot of fun. You know, music. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, It's it really it's a it's a fun place to experience the NFL. It really is. I mean, I've been to New England. I've been to Buffalo. I will tell you one thing, i got to be fair. Buffalo is an event unto itself. I mean, yeah. that, those, those people going through tables. The circus. I've seen some things. I've been to the Bills Stadium at least three times, four times. Uh, I've seen some things in the parking lot that you we can't talk about on the show. But uh, – <laughs> Yeah. Let's just say, you know, look, people having a good time, people enjoying each other's company, people not worrying about if they're in public and enjoying each other's company. But yeah. Buffalo is, Buffalo is, it's all New England's, New England's totally different. Like New England, it, it's a little more reserved and it's a lot of like, a lot of seafood, which is cool. Like, but it's just a different vibe. It's a totally different vibe. I want something cooked on the
1: grill. I don't want, I want to be eating clams out in the grill. No, you damn uh, you know, yuppies up there in new england so I give I me some good old midwest barbecue old sauce ribs yeah it's and and yeah to, and to that point show up early like get get in line and get into the tailgate as soon as you can so that you can really enjoy it if you want to have food of your own you can spin by like uh gates and you can pick up yep. just like a big box of barbecue and bring it so you know because obviously you're coming from out of town you don't have a grill you can't do the whole thing so you can have that with your rental car Walk around, introduce yourself to people. I saw somebody in a chat say, check out the Hall of Fame. And, and, and yeah, that's awesome. Take some time to get into the stadium early, too. Don't like most of the people that are used to Arrowhead, like they stay in the parking lot as long as possible, drinking their own beer, eating their own food before they get in and pay those prices. But get in the stadium early if you've never been there before and just walk around Arrowhead. Historic stadium. It's beautiful. They've done some renovations to it. And just check out the different concourses and check out the Hall of Fame, which I think they moved kind of inside. It how, used to be out in, the, in a concourse. How so, yeah.
2: early is early? A good a good four hours worth the game. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, at least. It's yeah. early. Yeah, early. If it's up a new game,
2: get there at eight. Yeah. You know? um Yeah. I've yeah, never... No, the first game I've ever went to was a noon kick. Um... Most of the games I've ever gone to have been night games. Night
1: games. Cold. We've gone to a couple. We went to one game in December against the Raiders, which we, did we lose that one No, too? they won. They won. Oh, that they was won that famous
2: Tyreek return in the punt game.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I got my fleece Chiefs blanket that I bought in the team shop for like nine dollars you a Montana that jersey there or something? So cold. I did get a Montana jersey. Yeah. yeah. Got my Montana jersey finally. That was a good, that was a cold ass game. Um, yeah. That's the other thing. My other tip is for your first time, if you can, Come in the fall. Don't come to a December game. The, the tickets will be cheaper, but um, it just can get really cold. And and it, it'll it'll zap the, a little bit of the fun from you. Um, you know, October is a great time to go to Arrowhead.
2: Yeah, I'm, I love the cold, man. If, I, if I'm if oh, i going, thanks. I'm going in like December, January. I, I mean, that Raiders game we went to, it was six degrees. It was the second coldest game in Arrowhead's history. And it was yeah. my wife will not return to Arrowhead State after that. She's still thawing out. <laughs> My yes, she said. Yeah. I, I I remember at halftime, you know, you stand for the whole game, and I remember, I was like, "Oh my god, I, I can't feel my legs!" Like I went to halftime to go, to go to go to the bathroom, and I literally couldn't feel my legs. It was so cold, so I just stood yeah. there. I mean, how the hell with it. I'll go to the bathroom after the game. <laughs> I stayed yeah. there. It would. But they won. They won. It was an awesome game. But anyway um as he reached jumping in saying september october the best arrowhead hey, look it's all fun man it all is fun um if my wife wouldn't kill me i'd love to go to a game like the day after christmas the pittsburgh game but my wife would actually it would be a divorce so uh, I'm it. <laughs>
1: uh, all right let's we got to get into our and thank you for the reviews again if you head over to apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review leave us a question in your written review and you'll be yeah. featured on the podcast as well. We'll, we'll maybe do a 10-minute segment on your question. Um, all right, so we got to get to it. It's prediction time. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Virta Ram. How do you think this one turns out? What's your final
2: score? Uh, 30-23, Kansas City. I, oh, I, wow. I think, yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I, look, the uh, the Cowboys are definitely good. and that's GD Lamb's involved. Good. We're getting everybody. The whole team's come on oh, over. The whole team's um, on that's actually hilarious. Um, listen, I, look, the Cowboys could definitely win the game. No question. They're, they're a really good team. Like I said earlier, I don't buy into some of this narrative. Oh, they're, they're frauds. I don't think they're frauds. I think they're a very good team. I do think the Chiefs have a coaching advantage in this game. Kellen Moore is a great offensive coordinator. Uh, Mike McCarthy, not really a great head. I think even Cowboys fans would tell you like he's a little bit of a liability here. I wonder how that factors into a game where there's two very good teams. Like a lot of times, games like this, they turn on little things. You know, one bad decision with a challenge, you blow a timeout, or you know, your your, your clock management, which Andy used to be atrocious with, has gotten much better with as the years have gone on. But like that's you know, that's something where McCarthy has had some mind-numbing decisions this year with clock management. Like, does that cost him three points in this game? If it does, a huge three points against you know, Kansas City in this type of game. So. Yeah. I, I think it's 30-23. I think Dallas is going to move the ball. But I think it's a game where the Chiefs do force a few field goals. And with the offense, I expect the Chiefs to build off what they did last week. I don't think they score 40. I, again, that, that's a little bit of a reach, I believe. But like I, I think the Chiefs are going to move the ball okay because I don't think Dallas is going to get a ton of pressure. If you don't get pressure, it comes down to execution. The last couple games, the Chiefs have not turned the ball over. They're executing much better. I think they're in a good spot. I really do. So I'll I'll go thirty twenty-three. I've
1: got it Chiefs, let's say thirty-one Dallas twenty seven. I think it's gonna be a really close game. I think it's gonna be a nail biter. But the Chiefs are at home. Chiefs, as you mentioned, have a coaching advantage. They should have a quarterback advantage if he if he shows up like he did last week. Um so yeah, you know, but but a tight game. And it just I just think that the Dallas is a good football team, and they get a lot of talent on offense. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be. I know full screen faces. We apologize for that. I don't know yeah, what happened. That, that uh, might
2: cause uh, therapy. So, you some, somebody's therapist is about to have a retirement plan based NC-17 on C
1: seventeen rating flashed up on the screen. I'm sorry if you had kids around. Um, <laughs> that was that was brutal. Um, yeah, yeah. Je- I you know once I I put a clip of our podcast. Me, it's up my, my tr- face. Yeah right. I put a clip of the podcast up on the TV once for my wife; she wanted to see. And uh, you and me, HD, fifty-five inch TV.
2: That's nah. tragic.
1: It's that's, that's a lot of a lot of a lot of better things we could have put up on the TV. Um, so listen, here's the schedule, y'all. We will be back on Sunday as soon as the game is over. We'll be right here on the YouTube channel, hopefully with no technical difficulties. Um, Hoping I've got a victory beer all fired up for that one. Uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been putting a beer in. The, if, the Chiefs are pl- I don't even, if the Chiefs are playing well at halftime, I put a beer in the fridge, right? And that's the victory beer. And then I drink it if they win. If they don't win, no beer for me. And then that way, I'm not just drunk and depressed after it's over. Uh, and it's been working out, helping out my self-esteem and, uh, and, and the old
2: waistline. that. There you go. There you go. Can, <laughs> Don, can we please get a watch along with Matt? Listen, that yeah. might happen this year's, we've talked um, about
1: it. Yeah,
2: we we have discussed that. And Mason, believe me, if they stink again, you're going to get one. So don't <laughs> worry about it. Um, I, you know, I know. Like I saw a handful of people say that in the last chat. Like this is more entertaining when they lose. And it, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I'm genuine. If there's one thing, like I'm, I'm not going to fake any. Like I, when they lose, that's the genuine article. That's how I feel. But you know, I, I got to be fair. I, I hope I don't have to do that. I hope I just play well, and I don't have to go nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, you'll get one if they're not playing well. You'll definitely get it. But you know, look, I, I think I think I think Kansas City is a really, really, really talented team that found itself on Sunday night. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. I mean, and by the way, they might play really well in this game and still lose. Like that's possible because Dallas is good enough. You know, If they go toe-to-toe, who knows? But I I do believe if Kansas City plays its best, it will win. That I believe. As good as Dallas is, if the Chiefs play their best game, I think they'll win the game.
1: I just want to throw this out there because it's just popped up on my Twitter feed. Um, uh, Matt Derrick from uh, over at uh, um, 810 tweeted, uh, Chief CEO Clark Hunt says, the plan to re-sign Tyron Matthew hasn't changed. Discussions took place with representatives during the offseason, but once the season began, it made sense for both sides to wait until the end of the season. Said club wants to keep his play on the field and keep his leadership. Um, I don't know if that's news. I mean, look, that's coming from the owner, but what is he going to say? You know? Yeah, we're not planning to – we're going to see how this goes well, this season. You know, we're going to gonna see how it is afterwards. Of course he's going to say they, they want to sign him.
2: Yeah, you know what, though? I did for a little bit, and by the way, Sam, I see your question, where should I watch the game in Chicago? Go to Toons. It's Chiefs Bar. Yeah. Tunes, yeah. Toons. T O O N S. Um, great place. You know, he didn't have to say that. He could have said, and hey, look, that's a that's a better question for Brett. He could have said, you know, that you know, that's not my decision. Uh, you know, or he could have said, We're gonna revisit all options after the season. He didn't say that. So they want to resign him. Now I don't know that it's you know 30 inch headline 30 inch uh, you know a headline that news but I do think it is notable cuz he could have just said no nah, you know it's not for me to say you know that's the front office you could oh you know we're going to look at this again in February um you know so I I really do believe like that that is interesting at least it's it maybe not a huge thing, but it's it's a thing. I I, I do feel that way. Uh,
1: yeah, and and you know, uh, the folks in the in the chat, it's uh, not tones, tunes, T O O N S, like Looney, um, yeah, Looney
2: like tunes, essentially.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's in the Lakeview neighborhood on the north side, uh, Southport, and oh god, I forget the name of that cross street. Um, but uh, just north, can can of, just north of, of Grace, it might be Byron, it might be Southport and Byron. But yeah, definitely check out Tunes, fantastic. But listen, it's hugely popular. So if you want to go and this is a this is an evening game, you got to show up at like noon. Just go plan to sit there all day. Yeah. If you want to get a seat. Otherwise, you're just going to be cr- crunch. I can't stand. I don't like standing and not being able to sit and like have my beer and stuff like that. unless it to sit, stand for three hours. So um, I recommend getting there early. I used to live around the corner. Um, and uh, I moved to the south side because I wanted a yard. Uh, <laughs> so now I can watch it in my house. Um Oh, Kelly's in Lincoln Park. Uh, nice. There's another place to watch Chiefs. That's always good to know. Um, all right, everybody. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe Verter and, and I will do a watch party someday since we're both in the Chicagoland area. Uh, we could run out a movie theater or something, put the Chiefs game on. It'd be great. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We got work to do, but appreciate you tuning in. Especially appreciate you dealing with some of the technical difficulties that we, we had today. Yep. Uh, if you could hit that thumbs up button on your way out, we'd appreciate it. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars, please. Uh, and uh, we will see you on Sunday night after the Chiefs beat the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, from Matt Verder, my name is Patrick Allen. Appreciate your support. And as always, go Chiefs.